Jeremy, gift guy or gift card guy? Ooh. I would have to say gift guy. Yeah, that's reasonable for sure. Especially when someone is a good gift giver. And they come up with something for you that you just never knew you wanted until it was in front of you. And you're like, wow, this was the perfect gift for me. In in your mind, are gift cards pretty lame? They're a no-go for you? Uh, They're not lame, but you don't ever want it to... I mean, I'm happy to get one or two gift cards at Christmas. In fact, I always like Mm -hmm. to get an an Apple Store, iTunes type gift card. Because I never Mm -hmm. really spend money on that myself. But... uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I like gifts. How about yourself? Gift card, gift card or cash? Ooh. Cash. Uh cash? no, maybe gift card. Like I really I like I can't tell you I can't tell you how many gift cards I've lost or have not been cashed in. It's kind of craziness. So for me, cash. If I go to your house, I'll find all of the empty like no, gift cards under your gone. couches. I, we, put, lost. we put all our gift cards in one place. We need a date. We need an LCBO. We need a movie. It's all there. We go. It is perfect. I like gift cards. I like having them. Okay. There it is. Open us up. I'll open us up here, Calf. Go op- open us up to the people. <laughs> Why did I just open us up? There, let me just take a second. Let's open us up here. Hey, welcome to the Open Road Podcast. You are listening to my voice. My name is Jeremy. On the other side of the of the computer screen, we got a fellow by the name of Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, oh. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to the Open Road Podcast, where we try and sneak a little bit of adventure into your everyday via this podcast through your ears. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. It's getting close to that season. When you said, Kevin, I thought that was actually really funny before the Christmas season because of that, uh, you know, classic 90s flick, Home Alone. Ever heard of it? Yes, that's right. Home yeah, Alone. That's exactly what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. How was your week, Jer? Ooh, it You've was got a new shirt on as per usual. Yeah, I would just hit the ball. Always new clothes. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> well, it's actually funny. So this past weekend, uh, we're a little bit late getting this podcast out, but that's, you know, for mm-hmm. good reason. We got Christmas stuff and, you know, there's no rush because we're going to go on a bit of a hiatus over the the Christmas holidays here. So, you know, it's just spreading out the love a little bit. But Friday, um, Katie and I, we had our Christmas, just her and I, like a nice little evening. We made an amazing no cheese fondue and uh, passed some gifts back and forth and just had a really nice night. Uh, wow. And then Saturday, we were down in Niagara visiting uh, my extended family. So my grandfather's uh, kind of side. So my, my grandfather okay. and grandmother, yep. his brother and wife, and then all of the families on each side. So big party. And then the next day was just my uh, immediate, um, well, I guess immediate extended family for a full uh, our full Christmas that we usually do on Christmas Day. But... A lot of the cousins are married off and, and kind of want Christmas Day back. So everyone was able to make it for that big festive weekend. And uh, so it was kind of kind of crazy. I'm, in a sense, I'm all Christmased out, and it's already a week before Christmas. It's not even a week Ugh, before Christmas. That's, that, that's a bad place to be, my friend. Well, it was um, funny because like our Christmas party was in November, and then I had work, my work yes. Christmas party and Katie's work Christmas party, and now three more Christmases, and then... I have Christmas Eve with my family in Niagara on Wednesday, and then 
Christmas with Katie's family in uh, in BC starting on Friday. So I'm excited for that trip, and mm-hmm. I think that'll be a big enough change. And I mean, what kind of person complains about having Christmas? I mean, look how fortunate I am. It's pretty. I'm not complaining at all. You I'm have just so saying it's a lot of Christmas. Have no Christmases, Jer, and you whine and whine <laughs> about all the Christmases you have to go to. All these new shirts and let that's all your new shirts. You can have a new shirt for every Christmas dinner, couldn't you? Couldn't you? I also had a Christmassy weekend. We Tell had two it. Christmas parties this uh, this weekend. We had uh, a work party that I went to, and uh, and then we had like a cousins Christmas party with just my family cousins, all all older cousins. So it's kind of a cool initiative that um, one of the uh, family members took on a while ago, and like it's been great every year. No parents. No parents, no adults. Dude, that is cool. Really cool, man. Dude, that is cool. Was there beer there? There was beer, <laughs> dude. White uh, wine spritzers. Dude, uh, that's And sweet. then I, uh, I I also had a a work party, which uh, typically get out of hand pretty fast, which is usually kind of hilarious. Um, and then Kate's work doesn't do Christmas. Really? Because they hate Christmas. Wow. That's right. That's my it. theory. The other theory is that they're a nonprofit, so they don't do any frivolous spending. Yeah, but you could do a pretty cheap Christmas party if you ask me. That's true. You could. I guess they did have their gala that we went to. I was at that. That fun, but that was a fundraiser. A, that's not a Christmas party. A gala in September. They should at least do a little home party, or maybe you guys should host all the little all the all the people have have them over for a little uh, f- a little uh, soiree. Hey, that's not a bad idea, Jer. Why don't you bring? Why don't you spread the joy, Calf? Take some leadership here, buddy. You're right. Why why can't I just do a party? You can do a party. You guys got a lovely house for hosting. All right, enough about Christmas party crap. Yeah, let in that definitely. <laughs> uh we're we're going to get to an interview here. Um that's, you know, another way we help you find adventure in the everyday is by introducing you to someone who's out there living an adventure. And uh this week on the podcast we have Alex Lewis. Tell us Alex about him. Alex Lewis. Cal. Alex Lewis car window poetry ever, ever heard of it you will sometime very soon on your windshield the premise is basically random acts of beautiful poetry slapped onto your windshield held down by your wiper and then you just get to reap the benefits and enjoy and this amazing free gift i can't think of a better way to spread joy and cheer in this christmas season than car window poetry you're walking up to your car you see something on the windshield you say to yourself wow no, this is the Jer- worst set day it up ever more. come on set it up it's it's a terrible day. You just had to work all day. Oh yeah, work all you know, day. It's working it's, for the man. Yeah, and it's cloudy. We're walking back to your piece of crap car. <laughs> Windshield's probably already broken. <laughs> and you see this thing under the windshield and you say, "Man, this sucks. I got a parking ticket as you're walking up to it." Great. Could this day get any worse? I got a parking ticket just for parking for doing nothing. I am punished. <laughs> for not driving my car and burning fossil fuels and killing the earth, I'm punished. You pull up that windshield wiper, you pick up that parking ticket, and it is not that. It is a poem that is there to cheer you up, to spread a little bit of kindness and joy, and to break into the mundanity of your life and uh, and give you something to smile about. That's what Alex Lewis is all about, and our conversation with doing, him, man. <laughs> our conversation with him is great. Uh, he started Car Window Poetry. I'm not even gonna say anything more because uh, he talks about it in this interview. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, here we go. Let's go with Alex Lewis. All right, Alex Lewis for the interview today. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you guys so much for having me. Great this to is, have uh, you. This is awesome. 
great. I, I love uh, when we get guests that are from previous guests, and you are a uh, friend of our friend Jeremy Worley. Yes, so it's, Jeremy is he's he's the man. He, I've loved getting to know him over the past few months. He was on the show. How long ago was that, Jeremy? That was probably quite a few months ago, actually. Yeah, it was a little but, while uh, back. It was one of our earlier it, guests. It was nice, uh, nice catching up with him and and reconnecting. But now, uh, great to talk to you. So, Alex, um, car window poetry. What in the yes. world is that? <laughs> so, car window poetry is a movement of people gathering their friends, writing encouraging poems, and leaving them on car windows. At Pretty random. simple. Yes, at random. Okay. Unsuspecting. Okay, isn't that vandalism? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I I really like that idea. So what what sparked uh, what sparked it? Yeah. So uh, gosh. So I moved to Colorado Springs at the end of May, um, less than a week after I graduated college, and so I moved here to take a job with Young Life. Um, oh no way. Overseeing. Yep. And so I oversee uh the brand direction for young life on all of our national social media channels um and you know was moving into this new place and essentially just looking for friends in a lot of ways and so um you know as i was meeting people and kind of sharing some of my story with them uh they started inviting me to uh different poetry clubs that they were a part of i grew up writing um mostly rap music and then sort of transitioned more into spoken word poetry even though i didn't necessarily speak it out loud it kind of just lived on my iphone okay but um i started going to these poetry groups that uh people were inviting me to um one was kind of like a smaller house group the other one was a um a youth poetry slam um and kind of from there was just seeing uh how powerful words are and how they resonate and connect with each of us in different ways and um at the same time i was obsessively listening to podcasts and just hearing uh cool stories from cool people who are um working to make the world a better place and uh you know noticing that a lot of them weren't that much older or younger than me and so um started getting this desire um just to start something got uh got back to my apartment from work one night and just felt this this tugging on my heart to uh go and do something and um just got a quick got a notebook started jotting down uh my passions and for me I'm passionate about um giving people a platform to create, uh, mm. encouraging people in their creativity, um, and then just with my social media background, um, creating something that could be shareable and be spread around. Um, and when I was thinking, you know, all right, what, what does that look like all put together? Um, the first thing that came to mind was poetry, just because of the um, experiences that I had had kind of in those first few months of being in Colorado Springs and thought, you know, what would it look like to uh, take local poets in my community, these super talented, dope people, and have them contribute their art 
um, to the community and be able to encourage it in some way. Hmm. Um, and uh, started thinking, all right, wh- you know, what does that look like? And uh, car windows seemed like a good place where oftentimes in our cars, walking to our cars, around cars, um, and the things that are oftentimes left on our windows are things we don't want. They're parking tickets. They're yeah. uh, that flyers is very for, true. <laughs> for, you know, they're flyers for events we don't want oh, yeah, to go to. Yeah, concert I don't so, want to go to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An and inch so, of ice. You know, <laughs> or an inch of ice. Yes, Great point. exactly. Which is the worst, um, being in Colorado. But, um, you know, so I thought, you know, what, what would it take? What would it look like to replace those things? Uh, with encouraging poems, with uh, kind words. And so settled on car window poetry. Um, And from there, um, I knew that if I didn't go ahead and do something with it that night, then I wasn't going to do it. I was the kid in college who waited until the last absolute minute to uh, write my paper and do a project. And so... It's the millennial um, curse, man. (laughs) I'm telling you. And so that night I went and uh, I bought the website domain, designed the logo. Wow, um, right away. Set up the cards, ordered those. I love that. uh, Set up the social accounts. And, uh, you know, from that point I was like, all right, I got got money in it. You know, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it got started. And from there I've just been uh, trying to continue showing up and doing something each day that goes towards growing it. So the poems on the notes, are they pretty short? They are, yeah. So each card um, has about five lines on it. Okay. Um, and they're, you know, they aren't long lines or anything like yeah. you see on like a notebook page. But it's just the cards simple, are about yeah. the, yeah, the cards are about the size of a sticky note. And, and so is the technique to, small. to do it like spur of the moment, trying like just to try and think of what comes to mind, or is it kind of uh, premeditated poems that you're writing out? I think it depends on the person really. Um, for me, I'll do a mix of, uh, trying to think of my own poems, but also I keep a collection of poems that I'll oftentimes go back to. And, um, the hope is that as, you know, more people are, um, participating in the project, they're really owning it and, um, making it, you know, what they want and considering, all right, how can I take, this project, this idea, and carry this out in my community. And so um, on our website, we have cards available um, for free. And so people can really just download them anytime they want. Very cool. um, And get as many as they want and just go out and kind of, you know, whenever they feel like, be able to um, spread some kindness. Hmm, That's awesome. I really like how you kind of just walked us through in many ways this neat adventure that all of a sudden you kind of uh, I, I just like your process there and I, I wouldn't mind if you could even dive back into that a little bit where we're, where you were yeah. kind of like so here were my passions and I wrote them down and I looked for common themes and when I found it I, I took action um, how, when, when you think of like helping others to do a, a similar process like that you know that's kind of the same with starting a podcast when Calvin and I sat down hey what do we have to talk about what would make sense yeah. what would be uh what would have legs what could stand the test of time what won't get boring um mm-hmm. any other thoughts on um on what you did there because you went through it really quick but there's some really good stuff in there well yeah i appreciate it um so 
at the t- I'm I'm a big reader as well. Um, and so at the time of um, when I was starting to get in the frame of mind of starting Car Window Poetry, um, I had just finished reading Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon, which is a great book if you haven't uh, checked it out. Um, and then I was also in the process of reading um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressner. Um, and with those books, they are different concepts, but also there's a lot of similar themes in them. And so a lot of what, I guess the theme that ties both of them together is this idea of just getting something down on paper. Um, you know, not, not waiting until the right moment. Um, you know, you'll often hear artists talk about how they have to like live a little bit until they can actually right. go and write or work on an album. But, yeah, yeah. you know, they talk a lot about just like putting it down on paper, even if it's, you know, even if it's stupid, even if it doesn't make sense, just putting it down. Yep. Um, because I think as creatives, um, what we tend to do is, um, you know, maybe wait for inspiration to come. But mm-hmm. oftentimes, if we're not just showing up, um, then we don't even give an opportunity for that inspiration to come. And so that's really what um, I feel like I tried to do was uh, sort of just show up. And um, one of the another book that I'm reading right now is uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And um, she talks about ideas being um sort of these forces that just kind of like float around Mm -hmm. and go from person to person and you know essentially just asking um you know somebody to work with them inviting somebody to work with that idea and um you know i feel like in that moment where i was feeling this insatiable tugging on my heart that i needed to do something um that was this idea of car window poetry really just starting to knock on um, the door in my mind just being like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's work together. And so thankfully, um, I went with it and, you know, put it down to paper rather than, you know, waiting for the next perfect moment to yeah. come. You know, I don't think there's necessarily going to be um, some perfect moment, especially being someone um, like myself, who's, you know, working nine to five during the week. Right. And so, mm. There's never not, you know, there's not necessarily going to be a moment where it's absolutely perfect, but I felt in that moment, I couldn't miss out on that opportunity to take hold of that idea. Well, that's cool because I mean, I think with poetry as well, I mean, you have, you, you had all these, you know, different poems and maybe just random lines of poems stored up in your phone. And I guess like, it's hard to know what to do with all that exactly. And it's so like when yeah. you, when, when you said you were putting like stuff that you had stored away on on the windows my first actual thought i'll just tell you i was like duh that's his intellectual property he can't give that away <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean but of course i mean but what else are you gonna do with it so that, that's like i think that's such a cool yeah, yeah, unique way yeah. like and that and i really think that is the way of um like just how you said how these artists and uh and creators can I don't know, um, do something with uh, with their art and what they're creating. Because otherwise, yeah, like you said, it just sits and never gets done with. Yeah, and I think like one of the things that I've done as well is not only um, create for others, um, you know, in terms of being able to write poems that I know I'm going to give out, but also writing for myself. I think that poetry um, is 
you know, poetry is all around us. It's essentially an expression of mm. the lives we're living and the experiences we're having and the people we're meeting and that we come across on a daily basis. And so um, not only um, kind of have I been writing poems that I know are going to go out into the world, um, but also just expressing my thoughts on the happenings of my daily life. And so those have been, um, you know, those are poems that I may not necessarily go out and share with people. Right. You know, if given the chance, um, you know, those may be poems that I present in front of people or something like that. But, um, you know, in a way, it's just creating for the sake of creating, just knowing that there's a lot going on around me and I want to have a way to express that, even if it's not necessarily going to go out into the world. Mm. I love that. And I love thinking about that as such a great way to get into um, just to get into writing and working with words and poetry mm. as well, because you're just, you know, it, it's simply just a few lines and it's uh, and you're just kind of trying it once and you don't really need to hear uh, a reaction, good or bad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alex, is there um, a particular meaningful moment that's come about uh, after starting this for you or even a couple of those that have happened along the way? Is there something that jumps out? Yeah, I can definitely share a few. Um, so one of the things that I knew um, in starting this project was that in leaving poems anonymously and really just dropping them off, you're not always going to get the chance to um, stick around and sort of hear how that poem affected somebody else. Um, but um, it's been cool to actually, um, through social media, um, as well as just personal interactions I've had with people, um, sort of hear some of these stories come back. And so one that happened recently, um, and I just posted on it, um, posted about it on my personal Instagram, but um, I was walking into a meeting uh, yesterday, sort of this weekly meeting, and as I'm about to walk into the conference room, one of my coworkers, she pulls me aside. She's like, I, I just need two minutes. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, and she begins to explain to me how um, the day before she had walked out to her car and uh, she had found a poem on her window. Um, and it was, I didn't tell her this, but it was a poem that I had left. <laughs> um, and I think it, if I can remember it correctly, it was take a moment, create a focus, give yourself grace, slow your pace. Um, and it was a poem that was, uh, that was entered in by, um, that was sent to me by another poet um, who had found out about the project. And um, she just started explaining to me how, um, you know, for the season of life that she was in, like that was exactly what she needed to read at that time. And um, I followed up with her today and she showed me how, you know, she's she's holding on to the poem. She keeps huh. it in her lunchbox and her goal is to read it once every day. And, um, you know, at, at the end of our conversation, she was like, you know, I, I want to do this. You know, I want to do this for the people around me. And so I was able to um, essentially walk her through how she could begin um, sharing poems in her own community and with the people around her. And um, it was just this, you know, really cool thing where you get to see not only the power of words to encourage, but also to inspire somebody to take action and to 
pay that acts of kindness forward. And um, that was one of the things that just reminded me um, why I do, why I do, why I do what I do, because I think that's, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, someone who has gone out and is starting their own venture, you have those points, those doubts where you're like, you know, is, is what I'm doing, does it even matter? Um, and that was one of those reminders where, um, I got to see that, yes, it, you know, hmm. car window poetry, it, it does matter. And it, um, is not only impacting people in my own community, but, um, I've gotten to get plenty of pictures in from people and messages. Um, and even just to see that now car window poetry is, uh, it exists in over, um, over half the states in the U.S. I think it's in 27 out of wow. 50 states right now. And, um, you know, the hope is uh, the hope is to, you know, cover America with uh, with beauty and hope, but also hopefully to get outside of the U.S. and uh, begin uh, sharing poems in communities around the world. We'll take a packet. <laughs> oh, We'll yeah. start up here. <laughs> well, and and what, one yeah. thing that I that I really like about this, Alex, is it it uh, just w- again walking up to something on your car window. It breaks into your life in a way that yeah. you were not expecting, and in so many ways, that's what adventure it's all about. It's all about yeah. doing something that's unexpected or something out of the ordinary happening that provides you know meaning or pause or exactly the story that you just shared so that's really really cool yeah i think one of the things that i've been learning um been learning a lot lately is just this idea that kindness disrupts um yeah you know in our in our daily lives you know there's there's so much clutter and there's so much negativity and just so much that we could get down about but um the funny thing about that is because kindness isn't necessarily normal um, you know, there isn't always somebody who's paying for, you know, paying for our coffee or um, going and complimenting us on something. You know, kindness sort of becomes this thing that um, sadly is rare. And so, um, you know, the thing that I love about um, this project and just the stories that I've gotten to hear so far is just how kindness really disrupted people's lives. You know, you're not going back to your car expecting to see an encouraging poem or expecting to see a kind word from a third grader who's, you know, just, you know, may not have the perfect spelling or perfect handwriting right. or anything, but has written this kind message, you know, you're, you're not expecting that. And so when it happens, um, it can, you know, it can really, you know, change your whole day around. It can really, you know, shift your perspective um, in a cool way. Yeah, and that's I think that's such a cool thing about like like what you said, just that random act of um, being kind is you don't really you don't really ever get to see um, what happens on the other side, and I think that's totally okay. Like because you can always just assume, uh, I think that it left um, like a good impact on that person, and you're doing I don't know you're you're benefiting them in some way, and you just you never know what their day um, was rolling out to be like, and just uh, it's never gonna hurt to. Uh, just lend an encouraging word to them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. How many, uh, on average, um, tickets do you post a week? Tickets? <laughs> Not tickets. <laughs> Poems. <laughs> po- what are the, What do you call them? <laughs> notes. I notes. just poems, cards, notes. Cards. No, 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 um, tickets. 
tickets. I'm a ticket I'm a I'm a parking officer. See, we just we uh, just assume <laughs> tickets and cars are a bad thing, but concert tickets or movie tickets, now poem tickets. Hey, you know, however they get out there. Um, so how many do I yeah, put like, out a yeah. week? Are you are, you're, you're pretty active? Um, yeah. So one of the things that I've tried to commit to um, is. You know, not only being the person who's kind of running things behind the Mm -hmm. scenes, but, um, you know, I want to be out there as well. Um, And so I've committed to uh, trying to go out every day and at least put 10 um, out into the world and just seeing what happens. Um, And so, yeah, it's been it's definitely, you know, it's I I'm definitely not out there. Um, every day, but I'm trying to be. And, um, you know, one of my favorite things recently has been um, just on uh, the Car Window Poetry Instagram, just going out and either, you know, making a story about um, going out there and doing it, or now that there's the new, like, live video. Yeah. yeah. Instagram is uh, trying to be Facebook now. Um, I've been going out and, um, you know, I went out today and did, like, a live video um you know just kind of sharing the experience with people and uh hopefully encouraging them and it was pretty cool like there was a um one of my old young life guys um back where i'm from in north carolina um he moved to new mexico um a little bit after i started um doing young life with him and um, he tuned into the live video today and then I was looking at um, the list of people who had downloaded poems and saw that he was one of them and New Mexico was a state that we weren't in yet. And so, cool. um, you know, it was, it was cool getting to see like this, uh, you know, small little, uh, small little journey of getting to kind of take people on that is uh, able to, you know, encourage people to get out there themselves and do it. So Absolutely. it's pretty, it's been, it's been pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. What kind of uh, milestones down the road um, do you see for Car Window Poetry? Yeah. Um, so the one of the things that I um, one of the things that I set out with uh, from the beginning was that I didn't want Car Window Poetry, even though it's in the name, um, to simply just be about putting poems on car right. windows. I more so wanted it to be about the fact that words matter. And if we can get words out into the world, um, then we can, you know, we can impact a lot of people um, and, you know, significantly, um, you know, I think I think words, they have this certain power to them. You know, they can they can give hurting humans hope they can, you know, go and breathe life into those dead dreams you may have. And so, um you know, I wanted it to be about the fact that words matter. That's really the reason behind even, you know, taking the taking the few minutes out of the day to go and put poems on car windows is because words matter. And so um, as we move forward, that is very much, um, you know, I don't want it to just be held by the method, but um, I want to create more opportunities for words to be shared. And so some of the mm. ways that we've done that, um, previously, uh, back in October, um, I hosted event. I hosted an event here in Colorado Springs called Socktoberfest, and 
we uh, brought people together to write poems, um, but we partnered with a uh, homeless youth shelter here in Colorado Springs and were able to not only give the clients their poems, but also we collected a bunch of items, socks, you know, cl- other articles of clothing, other necessities that they needed to um, hopefully be able to um, not only warm their souls, but also be able to, um, you know, warm them physically um, as we get into these colder months. And so um, one of the things that we're gearing up to do in January is uh, partnering with uh, Live a Great Story to um, set up an event um, where it'll be a night of storytelling, poetry, and music, um, and bringing a few people together to share their stories. Um, we'll have a local spoken word poet uh, sharing some poetry, and then also a local musician um, sharing some music. But all are cool. really coming, you know, coming back to that idea that um, you know words matter, and we all have words available to share. And that's really, you know, I'm I'm not bringing in. They're awesome people, but it's not like there's some heavy hitters who are going to be speaking at this event. It's, you know, regular everyday people and really just showing that we all have words available to share. And, you know, if we can if we can share them, if we can get over the stigma of, oh, I'm not a poet, I can't do poetry or, you know, I'm not a writer, I can't write, um, you know, then we could really make an impact in people's lives because Mm. we have these unique stories and we have these unique perspectives that. Um, you know, other people may be able to see themselves in. That's great. I love it all, Alex. It's fantastic. (laughs) Alex, would I be correct in predicting that there is maybe a car window poetry book coming out written by you? (laughs) I just feel like that's on Uh, the horizon. (laughs) It's uh, it's I can't confirm nor deny. Oh, oh yeah, it's spot on. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely an idea that's been on my mind, and um, from talking to a few people, they see the um, possibility of it as well. And so, hopefully, um, as the project continues to grow, and I'm able to um, go out and uh, share it with more people, and get them get in front of more people to share it, um, hopefully that possibility becomes uh more of a reality cool man well that would be uh, that would be really amazing can we do uh, a fun thing before we let you go here alex yeah i say let's let's, i love fun let's do a round table starting with you to set us up here and 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 you can't use one of your canned poems but we gotta create an encouraging poem that we could put on a car window one day oh Calvin, All right, so you have a little so bit of going, time. You first, I Alex. Cannot go first. You are, you've All been right. stewing on this, Jer. I know, I haven't. Alex, then me, <laughs> then Calvin. Okay, so we're going line by line. Oh, no, you do a whole one. You do a whole one. Okay, do a whole one. All right. I like the other um, way. I like line by line. That'd be more fun. We'll do that after. Okay, so we're, we're freestyling here. All right. <laughs> um, Gosh. And it can't be one that I've used before. No, come on. Give us something fresh. Okay. All right, all right. Um, okay. We won't know because we've never read them. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, all right, let's let's see it. Uh, so we'll say, sparkle, shine, embrace the best. Everywhere you go, leave a glittery mess. Ooh, cool. 
All right, I got I, I got something. I got oh, something. okay, Calvin, go ahead. All right. And I, I, I just had All the right. idea. I didn't come up with anything, so go ahead, Calvin. <laughs> Welcome, Alex, to our podcast. May your words spread like a nasty rash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calvin, this was supposed it. to be something you'd put on someone's car window. You don't know if their name is Alex. I, I would put that on Alex's car window. Okay, good point. Please, the, I need one. Like a nasty rash. <laughs> Um, what would mine be? It would be something like, uh, I was trying to think of something moderately creative, not something like, look outside, it's a beautiful day, why not go and take, oh, I see, I lost it along the way. Hey, away rhymed with it in the end there. (laughs) Is that, is that sometimes how simple they can be, like? Oh, Take a look like, at the beautiful day, smile to a friend, and say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Like, I mean, one of the things that um, – one of the cool things I got to do um, and am looking to do more of is um, I started visiting uh, elementary schools yep. and doing poetry workshops with them. And um, a lot of kids starting out would be like, oh, I don't know how to write a poem. I can't write a poem. Um but, you know, one of the things that I think like all of us can benefit from is, you know, these things that we're afraid of, just simplifying them and kind of making them small and show show each other that, you know, they're not as scary as they seem. And so um, one of the kids that I was talking about, Bryson, um, I was talking to him and was just like, you know, he was having some trouble writing. And I was like, dude, well, you know, what do you like to do? Um, you know, just a simple, broad question just to get some ideas going. And he was like, well, you know, I like to play with my dogs. Um, and for kids, you know, what I, what I was trying to do is, you know, help them get in the frame of mind of giving advice to grownups because, you know, that's who's going to be finding these poems. And mm. so I said, you know, what, what advice can grownups learn from dogs? Um, and he was like, you know, he started started thinking. He was like, "Well, you know, if a three-legged dog can be happy, then you can too." <laughs> and it's like, "Bro, write that down. You're a genius." <laughs> because it, it's you know, it's it's that simple. It's it's uh, you know, I think that's what it comes back to that fact that we all have words available to share and words that we can, you know, we all have these experiences and stories that um we can express. And so it's really just kind of helping people get in the frame of mind to actually express those ideas through writing. Um, and, you know, if you simplify it, it, it becomes a lot easier. And I like that idea of practicing it, too, because, again, when I think of a poem, I either have the three ways that I learned in public school or really simple rhyming mm-hmm. is where I always go instantly. So if you make a habit of yeah. writing and of poetry, then all of a sudden you're just opened up to a new uh, a new world where you're again using words in a new way that uh, excites you and excites other people when they read them yeah for sure so that's Alex awesome. uh, where can people find you uh, so you can find um, you can keep up with everything that's going on with car window poetry at carwindowpoetry.com um, there you can download your cards you can find more about the project um, and one of the things that I encourage people to do is, 
uh, when they share or they find a poem to post mm-hmm. that on Instagram. Oh, nice. Uh, using hashtag Car Window Poetry. Um, we all we're also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, it's simple, all Car Window Poetry, and then uh, me personally, I'm at uh, Lewis Alex Ten on all the things, and so uh, nice. You know, say hi. We'll you want to give sure out your uh, to all that. You know what I was also just thinking about? Like a sweet like you could do like a coffee table book of just like a hundred like photos of poems. There's so many cool things you could mm. where you could go with this. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. I mean, honestly, as somebody who um, you know deals a lot with social media, um, you know, one of the problems that a lot of organizations or groups or whatever find themselves in is just a lack of content. Yes. Um, and one of the uh, coolest things about this project, especially from you know going to classrooms and um, you know collecting these poems, because they're not necess- kids aren't necessarily going to go out. Um, you know, through neighborhoods during the school day and put these on cars. So sure. I'll, you know, I'll go out and take them. But before I do that, I'll uh, take pictures of them. And it's sort of like this endless stream of content that's able to come in just because uh, that's great. You know, words are words are being shared all around, which is uh, super fun. That's cool, man. I love it. Alex, thanks so much for coming on and uh, just chatting with us today. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. This has been uh, this has been such a fun conversation. I loved freestyling with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just a little sample, Jerry. You kind of sucked. I sucked. I sucked worse than everybody because I was just so focused on the idea. No, but you had this brewed hey. up for like twenty minutes, guaranteed, and you still came up with nothing, dude. I <laughs> I'm first to admit hey. that that was terrible. But like I said, my knowledge of poetry is so mediocre that. I just thought it would be fun to hear a pro do it, and then I wanted to, you know, not let myself off the hook either. I, I agree. That was a good way to squeeze one out of Alex, so I <laughs> commend you for that. No, no, no. But I think if you know, if I think if we all keep working at it, you know, maybe there's a maybe there's a possible mixtape in our future. Yeah, oh, I'm into it. Open, I am into the it. The open road mixtape. I'll just pre- I'll just do the behind the scenes stuff. All right. You guys. <laughs> I would love to come down. You know, maybe Welcome Fellow will fly us in. We can do a little show. Yes, yes. All right, thanks so much, Alex. All right, thank you guys. I appreciate it. See you, man. See you. Alex Lewis, what a guy. We good? Yeah, we're good. Our connection is so spotty right now. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's worked out actually well. I think we haven't had any big dead spots. There was one little one at the beginning, but that's fine. We put yeah, it we might, yeah, that you might have to correct that. I'll, I'll take a look. Um, all right, another great episode. Great interview with Alex Lewis. Really cool guy. Yeah, I just, I just like again, like you said, when our connections connect us to other people. Oh, and I'm going to be. Sure, I love that. I'm going to be I down in that. Colorado Springs. I got to hang out with these guys. Yeah, you really do. You got to get connected in there. They're doing some cool things down there. I'll uh, bring my mobile recorder. (laughs) Get stoned in Colorado. Yo, do they got weed down there? Oh, they got weed, man. Oh, man. Um, Okay. Should we ever talk about that idea, the idea of legalization? We should never talk about it, no, because it's literally going to be in our faces in a few months. Yeah, good point. All purely legal here. Yeah. We'll definitely address it. I think I should still, though, take the stance that I do think drugs are bad, legal or not. Like, they don't do anything for your life. That's a what do you, what do you okay? 
do, do should we get into this? No, we're good. We're, we'll talk about it when it okay. becomes legal. <laughs> so then it's actually. Actu- we'll just leave it at this. Jerry <laughs> thinks drugs don't do anything for your life. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Okay, what were you going to say? Is that really something you wanted to have said? Yeah. D- I well, was going to say, okay, here's this thing. We make jokes As about it. I just want earlier, people to know where we stand. Where, where I stand, right. at least. Here's the thing, Jer. You're walking up to your car, and uh, you know you know you have your in, in your glove in, in any glove box you have your insurance and your um, thing in there your for your ownership for if you ever get a ticket or go on uh, get a, into an accident or whatever. Um, I just heard about this guy, and in his wife's car, he um, paper clipped to his wife's uh, insurance and ownership a little handwritten note that said. Honey, I don't care about the car. I just love you. Wow. Thoughts? Is this guy a total loser? Or is he the smartest guy ever? Interesting. I don't know. It's pretty good. You gotta give it to him. He's pretty good. I don't know. But it's a little bit wienery. (laughs) (laughs) Calvin, here's the problem, I think, with with you and I, and maybe I'll just speak for myself here, but, you know, there's these really cutesy things that a lot of people do, and they, I just don't don't know if I can ever really bring myself to do a lot of those things. Right. A lot of those terms of endearment. And I just think that, I just hope that my wife isn't super sad that I'm not a schmaltzy, hopeless romantic. Right. I just don't think right. that's a good way to live life. I don't think it's it's really that realistic. And I think it gets old. I don't think it's very real either. But I think, uh, I don't know. But here's the but thing. But I think, okay, go on. So, you know, think about when you're first in love and you're like writing cards and you're writing yes. a love letter. Exchanging letters and Like, notes. I think that's really great. And words that you write down and put some thought to actually... Uh, you know, that actually shows some appreciation. And I don't think is that schmaltzy, even though some of the things in there might be a little bit cheesy. That's, I guess, what I mm-hmm, also have mm-hmm. a hard pro- a hard time with. It's like, I want to write nice things, but I can't break through the cheese sometimes where I'm like, this just sounds so cheesy, even though it might be true. I know, Jared. I know, you and me are on the very same page with cheese. Yeah. We have a very low cheese tolerance. <laughs> we have a great love for fine cheese, but a very low tolerance for... Uh, this kind of cheese. As evidenced by my Christmas uh, cheese fondue. Dude, that thing was unreal. Katie made an unbelievable cheese fondue. So what's the base of a cheese fondue? Is that like... Oh, um, no. I hope Katie isn't listening. I'm going to butcher the type of cheeses. I think one is a Gruyere. Is that a type of cheese? That's a, Oh, that's definitely a type of cheese. And then there's another like Swiss a, one. A very you, low melting point cheese. That you, you cut it with. That. You do have to do it in a special way where you got the boiling water under it and then the bowl, so it's just the steam that so it doesn't yes, burn. Yes. But man, yes. we had what's the we had bread we dipped in it. We had a little bit of meat. We had apples and pears, tomatoes, um, uh, mushrooms. It was just unbelievable the stuff we were dipping in this cheese. What percentage of whiz was in the fondue? Oh, a good fifty, sixty percent of cheese whiz. So sixty percent whiz, sixty yeah. percent whiz. I think that's that's fine. Forty percent Gruyere, because obviously the whiz melts nice, you know. Well, the oh whiz melts, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuff was oh no 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 no! It, melt. it was sixty percent cheese whiz, ten uh, percent queso, a little uh, Tostitos queso. Dumped one jar of that in. Yep. And then jalapeno. And then the rest was the special ritzy stuff. 
Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's such a good value, and that's such a good way to stretch it, right? Oh, yeah. And then Because you want to try all, all your different little items in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, great. Yeah. So did you did did you score big? Like any good tips for me about you know gifts or anything like that? Like did you do well? Dude, I Katie got me the best gift, and the best thing about this gift, Sir, you're. I, I, I mainly meant like you to her. No, no, no. But listen, this is the gonna, okay, This I'm is going to get an idea, and you benefit, believe it or not. Oh, sh- so get this. Sorry. Go ahead. You benefit from the gift that Katie got me. Me? Yeah. Because we're friends. She got me six custom-made open road pod mugs. Come on. And they are unreal. And I'm going to give you two of them. Why not three? No, because I'm keeping two. I'm going to give you two, and then we're going to do something else with the other two. Giveaway. Okay, <laughs> no, I shouldn't do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so what? the moral of the story here no way. is get them something that is i don't i don't know if i want to say personalized but it it right it fits with something that they're doing in a unique way you know your pause actually i don't know because you cut out we have this unbelievably terrible connection tonight yeah it's okay i said not you me i think you and i are connecting really well yeah we are we are on on a level we've never really hit before (laughs) i meant more so on skype the internet no so what i was saying is do something unique that connects to something that they're doing got it got it okay so sorry, what was your gift to her? To her, I got her uh, a yoga a mat. Nice blouse. A yoga mat. That's personal. And I, and I uh, I didn't cheap out. I got the one that had, you know, good grip. Okay. Um and then we were at this like arts and crafts festival at our church and there was this cool uh this really nice necklace that she wanted. She was there kind of when I bought it. I told her to kind of go yes. away while I picked the one. Um, oh, okay, got it. But I bought her one of those, so she kind of knew that was coming. And then I got like a little Christmas tree ornament that opened up, and I put the necklace in it, so that was kind of cool. And uh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote her a nice card. That's why I was, you know, had good card tips just a second ago. Yep. Um But uh, no, it was it was uh, just a. I think that was mostly it. That's that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was yeah, a really great. nice. It was a really nice little Christmas. Good. I always like, I always, I don't really like buying stuff. Like, we don't need any more stuff. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. So it's always hard to, because you want to get something nice and meaningful and not like the cheapest thing possible, but you also want to be reasonable. Yeah. And especially now, like, if you can even predict in like a year or two years that this thing that you buy isn't going to really do much for your lives it's hard to justify getting like the really good expensive version of that thing yeah you kind of want to chintz out but you don't really want to chintz out because it's like a special present for your loved one so exactly. it's, it's a real battle it's a battle for me for sure you know who Never we should talk with situations. about with the adventure of gift giving is uh our friends the uh, minimalists I wonder what they do. I you bet know? they do some really cool handmade stuff. Yeah, they probably have some good ideas for stuff that's meaningful but not crazy. So maybe that's a tip as well to kind of look up some of those unique mm-hmm. gift ideas. Because, you know, I mean, another thing Katie got me, like, you know, socks, underwear, and some new white T-shirts because mine go yellow pretty quick cool. with uh, all of my body yeah. odor and sweat. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've you know I I really I, I do like giving and I really got into the spirit I think of giving this year and I'm was thinking of people like hmm who could I give a gift to someone that I don't really know that well but I really want a connection with them and I thought oh 
Jeremy's mother-in-law. I should get her a gift so I can just connect with her. Yeah, totally. So what, and, what'd you get her? And so you're going to bring that over to her, my gift. Uh, and then, I don't know, like maybe we'll start up a little email chain and start yeah. that up. Start start the, start the relationship. That'd be great. And I mean, the thing that you got her was actually quite lovely. And I, I, I mean, I wish you would get me something this nice. Yeah, don't we all? But I don't know if I can say it because she might listen to the podcast and it will also come no. out before Christmas. Well, let it be a mystery. It's fine. And that is actually funny because though Calvin sounds like he's joking, he did get my mother-in-law something for Christmas. <laughs> Didn't get it for her, but he, he built her something that my wife and I are going to get. We're going to take all the glory for that. You know that, right? That's fine. No, I'm kidding. There well, was supposed to be an exchange of some craft ales. Yeah, but then I had my to. Way. Then I had to repay for our website submission. Our website. To <laughs> The Open Road Pod website. And that brings us to the end of our ep- web And life episode. rolls on. <laughs> www.openroadpod.com to visit us on the web. Still exists. Thankfully. We were able to update okay, our credit dude. card information two minutes before, you know, two Jer- days before it expired. Yeah. Promise me. Promise me you won't go overboard this season, this holiday Christmas season. Calvin, you know Boxing Make Day. Make me that oath. No, no, no. You know Boxing Day in Jer. I know. <laughs> Dang it. I know Boxing Day Jair. And here's the thing. And he's a bad dude. The biggest mall in all of Canada just opened up in my parents-in-law's hometown. Did you hear that or did you miss that? No, I just heard in-law's hometown. The Sorry. biggest mall in Canada just opened. The biggest outlet mall possible in Tawasson. Tawasson Mills. In Vancouver. Come on. Just south Tawasson of Vancouver. Tawasson Mills. Is that actually why you're going there, or are yeah. you going like you'll you'll happen to run into your in-laws? Yeah, I mean, maybe good, at good bonus that they're there. Yeah, they'll meet you for like an orange Julius or something. Yeah, and like my wife is gonna go you'll visit her meal. parents, so it kind of works out that she's gonna be out there too. Yeah, <laughs> man, I just I can't I can't do a whole lot to help you. No, you can't. No, you need no to help helping. yourself, my friend. I I need to and want to chill. I need to want to change, and I don't want to change. Right, you're at this. Okay. You're not ready yet, and that's totally fine. Cal, do we have if any If you happen to see something cool for me, go for it. Okay, definitely will. Definitely will. I already got you something, man. These amazing mugs. Yeah, can we? Can you show me one of those? No, I can't. I brought one Maybe to work, later? and Katie's got the other five hidden away somewhere. She just wrapped one for me. Oh. Um, okay, but cool. I'll post one on Instagram at some point because it's that cool of a Great. pick. Um, hey, I love it. Uh, before we wrap up for the Christmas holidays, do we got any last final tips for our dear listeners? Guys, thanks for journeying with us this whole year. This has been an exciting year of podcasting. Man, we have just, we've come a long way, I think. March to December. uh, More to come. Don't give up on us yet. Maybe uh, I'm going to be hanging out with uh, our uh, previous guest, Ben Hardesty, over the Christmas break. Um, So maybe we'll try and do something cool with him. Uh, Him and I will certainly be getting up to some adventures. I'm going to be out west, so I'll try to create some kind of media content while I'm out there. But uh, try and meet up with an old guest, Jer. Yeah, I'll do that. And we also have some awesome guests coming up in the new year. I'm really yes, excited. We, really do. we have some good leads and we're hesitant to talk about them now because nothing is firmed up. But some really great explorers, some really ga- great people, people. You wouldn't expect to be on the open road pod necessarily. Yeah, some great people in the world of food and drink. I'm thinking of, um, you know, I, in I might bump into uh, an Olympian when I'm over uh, in um in vancouver so that could be cool so good stuff is coming on guys. the slopes you never know oh yeah I, I hope i get to whistler and get to see mikey yeah that'd be great and that wasn't even who Lots i was of thinking cool of coming up i don't even know if he's going to make it to the olympics we hope he is but we hope he is anyways with our help 
All right, Jared, why don't you send us off with a little with a little adage or something? Close us out. Well, why don't I yeah, sing us, us out why don't I sing us inspiring. A, why don't I sing us a Christmas song in German? I would love that. Can I would you love um, that so much? What can you do in the background? Uh <laughs> no, don't even whistle. Okay, right. Stille Nacht, heilige Nacht. I can't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit there. That is uh, all right. That is Silent Night in German. If you want to look uh, look it up, just type in Silent Night in German uh, in Google or YouTube, and the rest of the song will come up. Cool. Why uh, is it that foreign language songs are still in the same tune as the English? Because original? they were all written in German. That's where every Christmas song came from. We imported Christmas from Germany. Sorry, I missed that. I'm going to guess that I had just <laughs> sent you an unbelievable stumper and you just could not answer. No, I did answer. I said it's because we <laughs> imported every Christmas song from Germany. Okay, fair enough. That can't be true. And Christmas in general. Anyways, dear Love listeners, thank you for journeying with us. We wish you all the best to yours. I mean, to you and yours from us and ours, I think is how it's gone. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas all those other things you might celebrate. We'll see you in the new year. 